1: Gilder, the crowd on its feet. Aaron for the Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast.
2: How's everybody doing today? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm Robbie with my guy Mike. How you doing, Mike?
1: What's up, man? You know, doing good. I feel like I brought out full Coach Mike today with the, the hat and the headset and everything. It's like I'm, I'm coaching uh, on a sideline right now. <laughs>
2: I almost called you Mike Tomlin on accident. I really, really, really couldn't tell the difference.
1: <laughs> he,
2: he always wears like a black polo or something or like a black top in the hat, like the headset. It's uh, your Halloween or you know,
0: Dude, I it looks like you're ready to gear. golf. I mean, it looks it like you're ready to play some golf. golf. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, a, it's a tough game, man. I'm not going to front like I know how to play golf um hope everybody's having a non-fronting day right everything's going well for everybody um if you're watching this on youtube make sure you like and subscribe to the channel Listening to this thank you for lending us your ears we're going to start off the day with a little bit of rocking and copping uh i'll go ahead and start off right uh why not we're to talk about the shoe off air Um, we have the adidas jamal smith his take on the 1996 classic i keep wanting to call him the um a life uh asics you know the the kermit the frog um like the og like the classic issue hasn't been talked about in so long i haven't thought about it but like this mid kind of toe box area here and all vulcanized rubber reminds me of that kind of or even like an alligator i don't know uh, but just a really <laughs> so clean it's kind of right yeah,
1: that's kind of like a little protected. bit like
2: it's gonna bite you <laughs>
1: <laughs> very protected
2: <laughs> I mean, you skateboard more than I do for like when you're doing your kickflips, you're supposed to drag the toe. Yeah, I mean it upward. makes sense.
1: Like it looks like it's gonna serve his purpose, I'd say that much.
2: Here I am kick flipping on my <laughs> palm. Uh but just super clean, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Nick and Vol eat your heart out with a nice old black and orange um <laughs> upper with this nice durabuck looking suede, very nice outsole, extremely grippy, even in my hand. I can feel that the grip tape would love this but what's just so crazy is one two three four five technically there's this lace lit right here but how many shoes do you see with just that few of eyelets in it uh, lace holes
1: ultra boots and it.
2: <laughs> these big old these let me get help you with how big this lace is Look how thick this lace is Damn, it's, it's awesome it's so 90s chunky boys right he's honky. um <laughs> But no, super clean. Uh, this has been a really popular um, design, retro. Been There's like a couple colorways coming out. Um, I keep wondering if this is glow-in-the-dark. I want to hold it off camera really quick into the, the light. Nah, I don't now. see any glow-in-the-dark. Nah, maybe. Mm. But yeah, p- pick up the Jamal Smith uh, from Adidas. Pretty much wherever Adidas are sold, if you could find them in stock. Very, yeah. very cool shoe. Check those out. And... Um, here's a shoe you probably wouldn't think I would ever be wearing particularly, but, uh, I swear by this shoe of anybody who asks for a basketball shoe recommendation. I've been typically recommending Adidas basketball and I like to play in the hardened step back too. I've been wearing these for some outdoor game the past couple days and the bounce in these puppies are really good. I feel like a cow. When I wear them, I look at my feet, look at that cow toe box. Right? Kind of cowish, right?
1: I was even making a bad boom. joke. It's like, Jane Harden feels like a cow too. He's in a court, but that's just because he ain't too much.
2: He could. He very well could. <laughs> but the grip on these puppies, even on an outdoor court mm-hmm. and me wiping them off, I wiped them off after I played last night. Like the grip on an outdoor court is crazy. Yeah. The lockdown's super nice. They sit so crazy low on the ankle. Like I thought Kobe sat low, but. It's kind of hard to tell with me being dark behind it, but the top of the Achilles is super high, but then it just cradles yeah. so far below your ankle bone. Um, I don't hate it. This huge tongue gives you a lot of padding, um, a lot of support and cushioning, but I really just like the way it looks, right? It's not a bad looking. Let me scoop back. It's not a bad looking basketball shoe, and you wouldn't really know it's James Harden outside of this logo on the back. And yeah. even if you're not really into basketball, you wouldn't really probably know that's James Harden's logo. Um, I'm trying to make excuses for something that you don't need an excuse for. But, <laughs> but just super clean, bounce feels good, it grips, it breathes really well. It's just like your normal – it's nothing crazy. It's just like your normal mesh, trying to get a good angle. Like it's not
1: is very functional, but I'm here.
2: Bro, I, I bet you can find these on sale somewhere right now. This is the Step Back Volume 2. Okay. So it's Harden's takedown line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, not much taken down. I guess there's no boost in it. That's where the money's being saved. Yeah. And the upper isn't as advanced. But I truly, truly like this shoe. Like, no, no ads. I've played in this thing like three times this week. <laughs> I like it.
1: Real life experience.
2: <laughs> One of the few things I could say I've tried those on, I've played in them multiple times, yeah. and I can say with whole heart, wholeheartedness, I like it. Nice, dude. What's been on your feet? What are you looking to rock? What yeah, have you been rocking? I
1: took it back. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys know I took it back to 2018 today. And I broke out the Element React 87s. In, oh. Was it the light ore colorway? Um, these are just cool to have in the collection, just kind of hanging out. Especially Texas Heat. These are very light, very airy, and i um, was always a fan of a good cork insole, so Um, I know the times have definitely passed on these, and they were once super hot and then went to like $30, but still like them. So one of my, not necessarily favorites, but definitely uh, has a special place in my my sneaker heart. Now, what I am copping is actually on the way. Actually, Adidas came out with a new, uh, I don't have it with me, but Adidas came out with a, uh, a new model in the Oswego line. It's called the Osnova. It is kind of a futuristic, chunky light shoe that utilizes something called Addy Plus Cushioning, not Premium, but Added Plus Cushioning. So something I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see it should be here tomorrow. And um, yeah, man, just something different. I've been really man. liking the new model that Adidas has been putting out. And um, yeah, good stuff out there, I think.
2: I love the original Oswego. Mm-hmm. They brought the Oswego back in a retro about the same time those Nikes you have in your hand came out. What's that 2017, yep. 2018? It was based
1: off the Oswego three, if I'm not mistaken, when they brought that one back.
2: But those those reacts, I mean you you brought up it being a shoe of the past. What's what's funny is it's not just Nike, but Adidas too with just like their ultra boots as an easy example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the new model comes out and it's that model's time. And then once that model's time is passed, it's no longer that model's time. Yep. Really hard to understand, it's right? But uh, <laughs> still a good looking shoe. Yeah. It's
1: a fun one, I think.
2: It's, you can see your socks through it. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Not, nothing wrong with that. Uh, love to it, it, it hear the Oswego love. Um, and let's go ahead and talk about something that's really not... Um, let's flip that. Something that is the opposite of love. <laughs> um, a lot of negativity going on in this next story yeah. uh gentlemen anytime you hear somebody's name and ponzi scheme in the same sentence you're like damn i'm happy i didn't do business with that guy facts but uh what's going on what happened yeah i mean i know high level
1: we're, yeah we're yeah it high level because i'm still kind of diving into it but anyone who's in the sneaker probably more people who are looking to probably find a way to buy things that are sold out may or may not have heard of a business called Zeta Kicks. I had never heard of it before personally, but I've seen a lot of videos, a lot of different people talking about it. And looks like this gentleman was taking pre-orders for things, uh, well in advance of their release, promising a sneaker in return, whether it be, you know, a month or I've seen upwards of like maybe a year or so before people actually getting their kicks from him, which kind of defeated the purpose. But. Just like any business, if you actually did produce a product, you you have a better chance of returning customers. And pretty much that's what happened. He had a bunch of return customers, and you know word of mouth, especially the sneakers. Everyone's trying to get something, whether it's for a resale business or for you know actually to wear them. They want to find a way to you know beat the system, and he was beating the system to a degree. Uh, but this gentleman who owns Zeta Kicks actually filed for a Dissolution of his business, so that way, with this particular bankruptcy, if I'm not mistaken, you can take all the money from your business, dissolve the business, and put it into your business or into your own personal account. Meaning that no one can come after you for it, at least in the traditional sense. So there's more to it. I think people are trying to find ways to get their money back, but overall, the the moral story is that you know, sneakerheads like you and me lost collectively millions and millions of dollars. Entrusting in someone who turned out to be a scammer and I just really just I don't know if it's kind of a word of caution be careful with who you're trusting your money to when it comes to getting things you know early or you want to save your spot it, it ain't worth it because there was someone who I think put an order in for what, 2017 was the last bread one right 2016
2: yeah, 2017 was the brand. Yeah,
1: and they never got their shoe by like, to this day. And all he did was, I think, mostly was PayPal, and PayPal only has a 180 day security for being able to go back and get your money. So clearly, past 180 days, and there are just lots of people out of money. There's resellers out of thousands, uh, thousands of dollars. Uh, it's just not looking good for people out there who trusted and invested in this person and. He's basically out in the wind at this point. It's FBR
2: getting involved. From the- uh, it's 2016 for the bread ones. But I mean, yeah, it, it's not a good look just for our listeners. The Oxford definition of a Ponzi scheme, a form of fraud in which belief in the success in a non-existent enterprise is fostered by the payment of Quick returns from the first investors from money invested by later yeah. investors. So you use that money to tell they to get bigger, and then basically people start finding out you don't have what they actually need and you're kind of floating the money around. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. I mean, what the, the biggest thing is, like you said, it's just not worth it. I mean, for as controversial as StockX is right now, there's, a way better chance that you're going to get what you need successfully and stress-free from them over trying to get it pre-ordered or proxied whatever trying to this team early isn't that cool, right? Maybe people just want to be team early. I bet you a lot of people who were using Zeta Kicks are trying to buy in bulk so then they could flip on day one and make maximum money. It's, most likely that. I mean, let's just be real. um I haven't personally used any kind of bot or uh, proxy or pre order thing since the Gamma 11s and Gamma 12s. I wanted the Gamma 11 and 12s so bad. I think that was like 2014. Sounded um, better. I wanted both of them and I, I got both of them. It worked. um I got both pairs uh through Nike. I just had to go to uh, the Nike store and pick them up in Las Vegas. So it was super easy. <laughs> But um, I just had to pay like fifty bucks per pair, and I got guaranteed, um, th- th- and that's what I wanted. But that was years ago, and just the game has changed so much since then. I wouldn't trust. I don't trust StockX as it is, and like I begrudgingly <laughs> put my trust in them just to get things like you know I, I want. Um, but in a situation where there's no accountability, like a a pre-sale type situation like that. Oh, no recourse. I mean, a lot of people have said that it was outside of, you know, pay like right outside of this return guidelines. So uh, nobody's getting anything back. And that super sucks. How, how, how bad does that hurt? I mean, I I had one situation where bait, no ill will towards bait, but I ordered a sweatshirt from bait. um, Instead of walking my lazy ass up the street, just to go get the sweatshirt. I ordered it, got delivered to the house. My old building, people used to steal packages from the front because delivery people would just leave them in front of the door when they couldn't get in. And um, it got stolen. Bates like, well, we didn't steal it. USPS was like, well, prove it. I couldn't. So basically I was out 70 bucks on a hoodie. I don't have a hoodie. And that's not that much money. That's an annoying Mm -hmm. amount of money. But could you imagine pre-ordering 15 pairs of shoes and then the premium on that, it adds up to a uh, argh, amount of money, right? There's, like, freaking out anger.
1: That's, like, punch a wall type of money. Like, I'm going to hit the wall as hard as I can because I'm so mad.
2: Yeah, that's that, that's unfortunate. I mean, there's, like, we personally at the Sneaker History Discord have Soul Retriever that allows you to get alerts mm-hmm. for free uh, to know when raffles are happening. And I get that. You could enter 15 20 raffles sometimes for a shoe you want and still not get it and there's other groups that you know can help you with that but it's not worth risking the it's, it's ultimately it's just risk that's in my mind i'm thinking of a younger person who's like you know 15 to, to 20 who doesn't know better or doesn't know the and what websites to go to is doesn't know better ultimately who would yeah. really get uh, taken advantage of in a pre-order situation like that with sneakers. That sucks.
1: And that's exactly what it is. It's like, it was, the it's, it's more than naive person trying to, and I don't say that in a mean way, because if again, people just want to shoot and they're just sick of losing. So like, I'm just going to find this. I'll, I'll pay the extra fee on top to make sure I get it. Or the person trying to get into the resale game and, Although we may not want to like resale, resale is a thing and people, it's a business. They're trying to get into it. And it sucks that they just, maybe your business just fell apart now because of a of thousands of dollars that were start startup. So, and there's no, like I said, there's, there's no money back guarantee. There's nothing in it. Cause let's say if I pre-order a ticket to a concert or if I pre-order something like New Balance, for example, something were to happen with my pre-order New Balance, I'm sure there's a guarantee I get my money back. Mm-hmm. it's like hey we can't produce the product here's your, here's your funds back but people are going into this in good faith basically and they were not rewarded
2: I mean, was funny because i have i bought a pair of fake white cement 99, 99 white cement jordan fours in like 2009 mm-hmm. 2008 and i thought i was like oh man this is killer i'm gonna make yeah. a deal yada yada fucked up completely fake um yeah what's funny this whole conversation got me thinking about, do you remember Marquis Soul? like uh, the website that was always like watermarked on photos of shoes back in the day yeah. um they uh-huh. always had like early shit and like unreleased stuff, and i I'm looking on Reddit and I was just like, all right, is Marquis Soul legit and this is from eight years ago uh it's a guy on YouTube got b grade concords came in a plastic bag uh. They have shoes that aren't officially released pretty much every size. Please be careful. I said, personally, I wouldn't buy from that site that is has sneakers for sale that haven't released yet. If you're looking for authentic, authorized product, then odds are the site might not be the place for you. Um, this is eight years mm-hmm. ago, and people were like, I'm pretty sure they're legit. But from what I've heard, uh, some of the shoes that they get before... Aren't authorized by Nike, so they might have slight differences. How cute is that of a of a of a response? <laughs> it's,
1: <laughs> it's not response. authorized. There's some
2: some slight differences. Don't trip. But you know, eight years ago this was a concern. And you know, that's old internet that's old new internet, right? Eight years ago, it's still you can still mm-hmm. Google us. This yeah, you Twitter? can still find forums. Twitter yeah, Nike right? Talk. I mean, you could find information, to inform yourself. Um, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Word of the wise, if anybody listening to this Tries to take advantage Of some kind of pre-order situation Maybe Google what I just did Is blank legit And maybe not read just the first thing Maybe go down a little rabbit hole and do some research But just be safe, be smart with your money Don't be in a hurry um, Shoes will be there tomorrow Right?
1: And, and my thing is that if you're willing to pay that Because I know the fee is not cheap anymore Like you said, you pay $50 bucks to get your game on 11 and 12s It's not like that anymore. It's literally like paying the price of the shoe, if not more for the spot. Yeah. And then the cost of the shoe. So at that point, I say, you know what? Like I said, we may not want to buy our shoes resale, but if you're going to take that chance, you might as well save that cash and buy a resale and know you're going to at least get the product you want. And at least there is the, I don't want to say the illusion, but at least the act of someone checking it. Now you just kind of got to deal with it from there, but at least you're getting the product you Mm want.
2: patience be smart that's your lesson from yeah. uncle mike and robbie today from sneaker history uh, that's all we got today <laughs> for today for these little short bites we have another one coming up here very soon make sure you go back and check them out mm-hmm. in the past um, i'm robbie you can find me here at sneaker history i do my inside robbie's closet stuff it's all fun um you can find mike here on youtube go ahead and mike tell them where they can find you
1: yeah, you find me on YouTube at Mike Guillory. Find me here on Sneaker History. And if you want to hang out on social media at Mad Watchers 789
2: Killer. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good day. Goodbye.
1: See you, peoples.
0: Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts.